Good morning. Welcome to The Come Up, where we're here to take you to the top of your game. Today we have a second time guest, Kristen May. Kristen is a CAS graduate and a Kettering University graduate. She also, in her career, started at Bowen for 12 years. And Kristen decided to venture off after being with Bowen for 12 years. She also attended UCLA to get her certification as a mindfulness and meditation coach. Welcome to the come up, Kristen. Yes, welcome. Uh, and you know, as you know, um, the come up is geared towards small business owners with the aim of providing advice, resources, best practices. So we want you to thrive in your business and we want you to be uh, positive and pleasant and productive. And uh, welcome, uh, Kristen, fellow cast tech uh, alumni. Thank you, thank you. So Kristen is here with us today at the studio, and we're just gonna freely talk. Hello, hello everyone. Hello, welcome Kristen. Thank you, Kristen thank May, you. good to see you again. That's right. Welcome to the Come Up. Right, right Kristen, so what are we sharing today? We Well, one thing, you know, we talked, Carmen, uh, about uh, this pandemic has caused a lot of changes. I know there's a couple of companies, a couple of my clients at Michigan Ocean Strategy Group that have uh, actually changed up what they do. What, both of them were in, were in insurance. Okay. And one of them, are, they turned to uh, women's retail. Mm -hmm. and. And the other went to real estate. Okay. Uh, they Good still feel. Have, yeah, they but but they had to make some adjustments over the past year, and that's what we're talking to Kristen about today, about adjustments that she has made, and it's about survival. So uh, we're you know we were interested to to hear because you you started out at Boeing. Yes. Um, and now you are a. What's a, a coach? Med, what's what's the mindfulness? Name of it? Mindfulness. mindfulness yeah. Okay, and meditation mm -hmm. coach. Yeah. Okay, great. That's interesting. So we we kind of just want to see how that transformation came uh, about. You know, I know you have, you have some YouTube. Um, yeah, I also have a YouTube channel. channel. May love light. All yeah. one word. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I got a chance <laughs> to check it out and listen to a few of them. Very engaging. Uh, um, videos. Thank you. So, Did you learn anything from them, Michael? Yeah, I, I learned, you know, it, it really was about the way I noticed you, how calm you are. You're a very calm person. Let me just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably took her a while to get there. Right? <laughs> yeah, but you know, <laughs> hey. I, well, yeah, Carmen can definitely can't keep me honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. Well, share with us. Tell us what you're so, here. What you? Yeah. You know, so what? It, what, what we um, Boeing. That's a fantastic organization. It's yeah. it's big. Uh, they do a lot of things. They're cutting edge. Um, yeah. So uh, so um, you left. Yeah, I know. It sounds crazy. You're like, <laughs> I know. Uh, How did Boeing. you feel when you like, were leaving? What? Like, tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit yeah. about yeah. Boeing just and what you do there. Like, yeah. And just you know, talk about what. Yeah, so um, I was employed, oh, employed, I was there for 12 years. I started out as a manufacturing engineer the first half of my career, and then I transitioned into IT as a project manager. Um, during that time, actually in my engineering career, as a young black professional, 
um, in an environment that was dominated by white men, I uh, oftentimes found myself isolated. And looking back, I realized there was many moments that kind of left a little bit of trauma. Um, but while I was going through it, I found myself really stressed out. Um, on the verge of uh, burning out, mm -hmm. and I see I, I sought out help with our. Um, we actually had like counselors on site. I used that. I worked with our HR representatives, and I was trying to do all these different things to help myself manage my stress better. But where I really found great benefit was when I started practicing meditation. Okay. That was in 2013, and I started teaching in 2018 when I I noticed. A change in myself and how I see things and how I interact with the world as well as um, changes in how I manage my relationships mm -hmm. and it just made me even more excited to share this with others and that's when I went to UCLA in 2019 and got my certification and I've been talking to people about mindfulness ever since just whoever's willing to listen and whoever's curious. So it sounds like you went through some a growing process, a transformational process. Uh, a lot of it was within you. Yeah. Um, and you, it, you know, you really kind of like wanted to like be set free <laughs> to, to, to seem like to do what you want to do, to be who you truly are. That's what it sounds like, something like that to me. Yeah, I mean, Boeing was definitely, a, it is a great company. Mm -hmm. I just noticed over the years that um, what I wanted for myself had changed mm -hmm. as well. Um, and I found myself living my life more for what I thought my mom wanted. Mm -hmm. And I had to start asking, what was it that I want? And um, I felt like uh, when we, we talk about the American dream, you got your house, you got your good job, you got your car. Yes. Um, I had all those things, and I was just like, all right, cool, great. <laughs> and it's so now what? Now what, yeah. yeah. And it's so important for you to follow your dreams because, you know, I always say money will always be there because we need it to survive. But your mental mind, yeah. that's something that you had to keep focus on yeah. and in so, order to be you know, happy and to enjoy life. Yeah. During the pandemic, like many people, we've all had time to reflect. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, even more so because I, I am a meditator, so I do practice reflection, but it was just heightened through the year of last year. And just realizing what was really important to me, and I just saw my I didn't see myself progressing at Boeing the way I would like and I felt that it was best for me to step away and just kind of recenter and see what it is that truly is in alignment for me um, if I want to go down the path of entrepreneurship um, if I want to work in a nonprofit space which I've been doing I've been doing some contracting work in the mindfulness space um, and just really seeing what is it that I want to contribute to this world. Do you want to work a nine to five again for some for another company similar to that or mm. or not? Right now I do not see that happening. So yeah, in this moment, no. And it's so good that you stepped away now and not wait till you fifty, sixty, then you said, Oh my God, I wish I had stepped away. It is good that you say I am proud of you that you walked away Thank from you. this because I've been in a relationship for 30 years that I have been traumatized with <laughs> and I'm going through stress and I'm telling you corporate America 
it's a terrible, terrible, it's, terrible place. Yeah. If you're unhappy. Sometimes it can be, yeah. yeah, yeah sometimes. I mean, sometimes yeah. if you're unhappy. Because that stress will take over your life and you just find yourself. And I think just, sometimes you, know, you end up doing things and not really realize why you're doing it. And it can be traced back to the fact that you don't like what you're doing. You don't enjoy what you're doing. Because I remember the first company I was at, I was there for 20 years. Yes. And I felt like they weren't supporting me. That all they mm. wanted was for me to show up at 8.30 in the and morning. Work and work. Work for them yep. and then leave. But at the time, I was writing a book. I was do, I was recording mm. it at, at the studio for a record company. And I was involved in um, neighborhood uh, community organizations. Yeah. So I had a life, you know. And I was on the radio, too. So I had a life. But... But they did not care about that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I ended up switching to, um, went to another company after that because they showed me uh, some support. So if, if you're right, if, if, there, if you're in something that you don't like, uh, uncomfortable with, you're not happy, yeah. try to do something about it rather than just sit there and be unhappy for yeah. decades because it's going to affect you. It's yes. going to affect you, your personality, your yeah. well-being, yes. your health. Yeah. Yes. And that's the thing that I'm really passionate about when um, companies, and like I know that you have a lot of entrepreneur um, listeners and everything, like you need to care about your employees. They are whole people. Yes. They're not, they're not just there to just chug out you know, whatever numbers for yeah. you and get products. Like, yeah, and, yeah, I mean, they say that, you know, when someone is fulfilled in their life, they become more productive. Yes. Yeah. So it's like you have to look at your people as people. They are people and they have needs. And a lot of us don't um, bring like the importance of mental health. And May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I just want to make sure like we need to destigmatize seeing a therapist and um, seeking help because it's very important. When we internalize all this stress, it can manifest in so many Ill ailments and in so many ways, and it's different for everyone. And stress can also take your body over and cause you to have health issues. Right. Yes. You know, a lot of time we start eating and doing other things that we have never done before, and it's because of that mental stress, and we're trying to find something else to replace it so what else is there? Yeah. Too. So what is there? A bottle of booze, or yeah. some cake, or something? Or that a you, person. Or a person. That you and don't you really know, need to be around. And <laughs> then this is how people get trigger happy. Mm -hmm. You know, they stressed out, and a lot of things are balled up, and they take it out on other people, other mm -hmm. innocent people. Yeah, innocent people. So yeah. So we have to really think about what you know. We work in the corporate world, but what yeah. what is it that they're offering to support us? Yes. You know, so and I was I was also diagnosed with severe depression in the fall of last year. So that definitely helped me to take even more of an initiative in what it is that would be best for me. You recognize, so you 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 were aware of the issue. Some people are not aware of it. They right. don't even know they're depressed. Right. They don't even know they're sad. Yeah. yeah. I had this whole dialogue of me being a mindfulness teacher. How dare I? Like, how can I have depression? I'm a mindfulness <laughs> teacher. And it was just, it was hilarious when I think about it. And the main thing is that I really am thankful for my practice because as, as Michael said, I was able to identify that there was a change in myself before it got to the point where I was at a place where it was like very dark or you know where a lot of people become almost 
their identity becomes a part of the depression. And I did not get to that point, which I'm very thankful for, that I was able to sought, uh, like look for help before it got to, what to are that some, point. What are, what are maybe one or two things right off the bat that you suggest to people to help turn things around? Yes, um, community is very important. And I know for myself, being able to reach out to friends and I've spent a lot of time on Zoom meetings, like meditating with different groups and seeing what was working best for me. Um, community is just very important because many times when I feel like I'm falling off my path, the people I surround myself remind me and reflect back to me what it is, my goodness, and that's important. Um, of course I can say meditating. And some people, like, uh, I do feel like they're, there is some way to practice meditation. It could be like you can be, because let me back up <laughs> before I, um, meditation, mindfulness. So meditation is actually a, uh, a tool that you can use within the umbrella of mindfulness. What mm -hmm. mindfulness is, it's actually cultivating a state where you are fully present and aware of what's happening mm -hmm. as it's happening without judgment and you're open. The without judgment part is the really hard thing because you always want to come in and say stuff to yourself like, what are you doing? you got things to do. Why are you sitting still? Ah. So, <laughs> so um, just to say that, I just like want to break that down a little bit. So meditation is a way that you can practice that. There are different forms and different tools within mindfulness. If you are gardening, and while you're gardening, you're noticing that you're not thinking about all these other lists and things you have going on. You're in that moment, cultivating your plants, doing whatever you need to do. That right there is mindfulness. So if you are cooking and you notice yourself really into what it is, like you're chopping onions and you are experiencing it, you don't have any judgment around it, you're in that moment, that's a moment of mindfulness. So it can be, you can have these moments anywhere and what happens is you're not chasing after all of these thoughts that can cause the stress. And what we're doing is actually training our minds to focus and harness, um, harness ourselves to be a bit more focused in that moment. And it actually develops the muscles in our brain that helps us to um, become a bit more calm, become a bit more focused, may not be as triggered when things happen, so. You know, before we started recording this morning, I told you about the fact that poetry has saved me over the years. Yeah. I, I write and record and perform poetry. And uh, after 32 years in banking, I know now that that's one of the things that kept me sane uh, because I could just go into a world and just create things with my writings. One of the other, the other thing is, and my neighbors know, uh, I get out and I'll start detailing my car. Uh, 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 or my wife's car, mm -hmm. and that that takes up some thought time. That takes up my energy, mm -hmm. and I love doing that. Uh, so I found a couple of things over the years, you know, and it may be everybody's got something that maybe they were able to focus on, uh, and that uh, gave them something to think about, and they you know weren't depressed and all that stuff. So. Um, I think that's a good thing when you focus on some things, some hobbies yeah. and things like that, you know. So that's what has saved me over the years. If not, uh, if not I would have been in a straitjacket after yeah, and that's the thing that's at these banks. Yeah, what's really important is our relationship <laughs> with our emotions. That's another thing that I work with. I work with youth a lot, 
and just talking about how we feel because so many times especially in our culture we don't talk about how we're feel or like or how we're feeling it's just um you kind of like you're taught to bottle it up yeah. and just move through pray it. about it yeah, yeah. and yeah. that yeah. is not helpful to our bodies it is not and just simply just saying how you're feeling in that moment it already helps to diffuse like just like I'm frustrated right now right or I'm like what what you said right now is not like I'm not <laughs> right. not cool people are now finally occur people are saying I'm not okay yeah you know right. I'm, I'm stressed out I'm depressed I'm sad I don't feel that that very well and, uh, we should. and that's never been said in our yeah. community before. Yes. Yes. People always look at that's like a sign of weakness or they're crazy, you know? But now, yes, now it's like, yes, I am stressed out. I know this past year that, you know, COVID affected some people. They were very depressed, sad, lonely and all that. Um, and, and you know what? I think it affected me, yeah. I, you know, in some way uh, over the past year. And if we come, if we start to think like that and accept it, we can address things more. Yeah, you know? that's, that's the important thing. It's accepting. You have to be able to accept that mm -hmm. you're having a problem yeah. in order to teach someone. And that is very important that you're able to acknowledge that you have a problem and you kind of feel more comfortable about it because how are you going to teach someone else if you don't feel comfortable about your problem? Yeah. So that is really, really, really good. So are you going to take, are you going to, bring this to people, are you gonna, is this um, possibly a new profession for you? Are you gonna start like helping people, seminars, workshops, talking about it, uh, one-on-one -on -one sessions? What do you, are you thinking about doing something like that? Yes, I have thoughts and ideas <laughs> <laughs> roaming around in my brain, but um, I have, I've given talks, I've presented at conferences, mm -hmm. and I, um, I, yeah, I do offer my services when as things arise. Right mm -hmm. now, I'm doing some contracting work with Inward Bound Mindfulness Education. Mm -hmm. They're a nonprofit, and they work with teens. They work with ages 15 to 25. That's like their main focus, and they actually have in-person retreats where um, we actually teach mindfulness to these teens and like what it means to be in relationship and like how to have better relationships with friends or however they show up in the world. And last year with the pandemic, they moved everything online and they opened it up to like all ages. So I just, uh, was it last weekend, I was um, participating as a mentor in a, a online retreat. So I've been doing that. And I'm also on their leadership team for their communities of color. So I do have things that I'm working on and um, I'm just, trying to feel through and see how it is that I can best serve um, others. Well, you're so young. You have, you can, you have the luxury to, you have the luxury to. I'm so young. Yeah, you have the luxury to take some time to think about what you're doing next. It's only yeah. people like me who's uh, had a 32-year career. My, it's <laughs> never I, I, too late. I think I'm getting a little it's older. never too late. You can always make changes. You can that's always true. reinvent yourself. You can always reinvent. You yeah. can always adjust. And that's, yeah, that's the thing. Um, 
when when I talk to people and they're like, I'm the same person I was 10 years ago. I don't think that's good. Yeah, it's not. Right. I was like, you, you, you have, you're you supposed got, to grow. You're supposed to grow, evolve, mature, exactly. learn. Right. You should not yeah. be the same. It's like people tell, say, I'm a, you know, if I won a, a, a $500 million, I'm going to be the same person. No, you're not. No, you, you're gonna, that no, $5 million is going to change you. you. You're, there's no way you're going to be the same person after you have $500 million in your bank account. Oh, wow, I 500 you, Yeah, what, that's really going to change One you. thing, <laughs> if you don't change, everybody around you will. Oh, they right. sure so, will. That's so, yeah. so you must change and evolve. Yes, you, you must. Yes. And, grow. and it is important to make changes and adjust in your life. Um, that is how we're going to help people. I mean, mm. we're put a, we're placed on this earth, and I always, I think I say this a lot, but we're placed on this earth for a reason. And I don't think it's just to get rich and be popular or whatever. I think our reason is to always help our community, help someone within the community. And Mike, you do that a lot, and Kristen mm. do that, and I, you know, myself, I think, do so, help I think our you're community. right. It's a purpose. It's a reason. It's a, uh, and and I think even deeper spiritually, it's so that you can blossom and and be able to uh, accomplish things and do things. Uh, uh, your talents, your gifts, uh, to to bring that out, to do the best that you can. I think that's what it. it that's what our purpose is. God gave everybody. Uh, uh, the ability to do something. You know, yeah. I was I was just um, revisiting something because I'm getting ready to do a presentation, and I thought about one of the exercises, and it said, and I, you know, it bothers me at first because the reason why it bothers me because whoever who wants to think about their own eulogy, but this exercise said your life is like a eulogy. What do you want someone to say about you? when you die. So you have to imagine what is it that you want to leave on this earth that's going to leave a mark on your family, an impression on your family, an impression a on legacy. the world, yeah. a legacy. I always say that footprint in the sand. Mm -hmm. What footprint do you want to leave in the sand? Mm -hmm. And my thing is, we should all start from we're young, but do we start from we're young? No, we don't. But it's always, it's okay to pick up where you start. It's nothing wrong with picking up at whatever age you are, whatever age you are, or I am at. The thing is change in life. Make a change in your life. Make a change and advance to it. And that is what is important in people's life. You want to make a change in life. No matter if you just did it today and God take you home tomorrow, you got to make that change. So, you know, you're making the change for yourself. You're not making it for someone else. That's the important thing about it. Right. When you do changes, it's not to please someone. You have to do it to please yeah, yourself. Yeah, and don't keep comparing yourself to somebody else. You know, because yes. I, I, I do that sometimes. I saw this person with no, with no arms, and they were an artist, and they were painting with a brush in their mouth and on their, in their feet. Okay. That's how they were painting. Okay. And I thought, man, Look how look how they can do that picture. I can't even do a picture like that. They don't even have arms, and they you know they're accomplishing and doing things. You know, some people are confined to wheelchairs, and are still able to um, are some of the greatest podcasters out here. You know, um, so it doesn't matter who you are, what uh, what limitations you have, what even if you don't have any limitations. Uh, 
you, you still have the ability to do something and create something, you know? And I think that's all part yeah. of this, you know, this, this conversation. Um, yeah. You know, I, 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 whenever I, when I see people that can make things and do things that with, without arms and legs, I feel like I'm not doing enough. Like, man, look, look at that, look what they're doing. I have everything. And I still can't rise to their level. And they, and you know, yeah. when you look at that, you gotta say, "Wow, they're so talented." Mm -hmm. Although they have less than what I have, but they're yeah. still doing something yeah. like that. They're so, not. They're, they yeah. did not allow that to, to keep them back. Hinder them. Yeah. 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 Any what, what else? How inspiring, uh, Kristen! You have made us this morning. <laughs> <laughs> we have not been this deep philosophically and spiritually in a while we we talk about business a lot here yeah uh, but this one, you really inspired us this morning to yes. think about ourselves and and our what we can can do and accomplish yeah yeah, yeah I have a, a saying that I like to like I used to have on my emails when I worked at Boeing and it's um uh, anything is possible it's your perspective that mm -hmm. really Okay. makes it so it's like how do you how you see the world uh -huh. is what will definitely um, enrich your life and I noticed one of the reasons that I was able to decrease my stress was when my perspective shift on what really I like what things I know that I can control because there were things that I externally outside of myself I thought that I had power over and when I saw that I didn't it actually relieved me. Some people would feel like people who have very controlling tendencies would feel even like worse by that. But I was like, mm. oh my gosh, that's not, that's not mine. Mm. I'm, what? I've been worrying about this thing that I have no power over. <laughs> mm -hmm. And stress fell off. I was like, oh my goodness. So perspective shifting, it's a continuous thing. I have moments where it's just like, oh, you just see something differently that you've been looking at. And you're like, oh my goodness. And, you, you know, Car, yeah. when I first work, started working at the bank, um, I sometimes I was, you know, my till was out of balance on a Friday. Uh, you know, it's like it was short. I was short or over. You know, uh, I was short twenty dollars. I was short fifty. Um, I was short a hundred. Sometimes even more. And then Monday, I would worry about it all weekend. And then Monday comes and they went through the paperwork and they found it and like i just ruined my weekend worrying mm. and then the next weekend the same thing would happen again and i'll worry saturday sunday and then come in monday and they find it and after a while i said you know what no i'm not gonna let this ruin my weekend i'm not gonna worry about that and i'm just gonna uh, believe that i'm gonna we're gonna find most of it or all of it by Monday. You can't let those things control your life. Yeah. Those are not under your control. Yeah. So you can't really, you know, uh, let it worry you and consume your all your waking hours. Mm -hmm. um, wow, what an inspiring conversation. Can we have Kristen here on a regular basis? <laughs> to, to sit in, and she know, wants to drive uh, four hours every you know. weekend. <laughs> Sure. No, we, we have the budget for that, don't we? We can pay her to. to we can fly. Her, you can pay, pay her. We can fly Kristen in to do the show, and and we'll cover it, Kristen. Like, we'll, we'll don't cover be joking, y'all. Y'all know I'm unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> so 
let's look, well, at, let's look at that. We'll look yeah. at the budget that we will we, we'll try to have her on a regular basis. Lisa, it, you know, I, 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 I would like I would like tell you that. about people like Michael Van <laughs> 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 But yeah. Well, yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. Yes. Well, this was a great talk. It, yes, but fun. before we go, we have a treat for the mothers. Oh yes, Mr. Van Tool. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. You know, mothers are everything to us, um, and and that's why I wrote this. I actually kind of put it together this morning today. Uh, it's called Everything to so to the mothers. Happy Mother's Day. You are everything. You are a vision of divinity, grand like a symphony. My family of royalty, here is jewelry for your loyalty. I cherish you like ivory. You are my creativity. You are brighter than my imagery. Like a queen, you wave your hand. It stirs the dust of desert sands. It's like gold and copper from the Nile. I would walk a thousand miles as far as the mountain tops. That's just how much you are everything that's love. Happy Mother's Day. Happy, Happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Thank you, Kristen. Kristen May, thank you. Thank you. My mindfulness and meditation coach. We're gonna, we are definitely going to have you back. Carmen, this was great. Yes, that signs us out for today. We thank you for joining us on The Come Up, where we help to take you to the top of your game. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you back.